fucker, it's the podcast. Train. That's the podcast train uh, or plane or automobile, folks. And normally right now in the show, I do a very structured written intro getting us into the episode. But today is a little bit different, folks. No news today. No news today. No pop culture today. No. No hot takes today. Nothing's happening. Literally literally nothing is happening. All hot takes. Yeah. Today's episode is going to be more about... uh, uh, argument, argue, being argumentative. Um, <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. We're, we're being inspired by the many arguments around the Thanksgiving table this year with mm. a debate of our own here on the podcast. And as you all know, if you've been listening to the show for the last few weeks, Buddy and I have been diligently compiling a list yeah. of a little something we like to call goof songs. Mm-hmm. That's right, folks. A goof song, you could say, is a the song... The ultimate smash-mouth goof-tastic slapper. Buddy has been really trying to make this name for this thing happen. Um, I'm against it, but we're at this point, we're at the end of the line, and he just snuck it in, so I guess that is what this whole thing is called. Here we go. But today on the show, we are going to do what we have been claiming we were going to do all along, which is rank the top 10 goof songs of all time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you out there are probably asking, what is a goof song? Oh, hold uh, on. Be- we never use this. Uh... <laughs> hey, what is a goof song? Well, that's some, uh, That's interesting. Thank you so much, young man, the little child. No who problem. <laughs> a goof song's a song that inexplicably, inexplicably becomes a, 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 a huge hit, but the Despite meat and potatoes being. of the song... <laughs> Is uh, wild. Uh, it's goofy. It's, it's goofy. It's goofy. You could say. And, and there, uh, was, there was an era that just kind of happened in kind of like the '90s and 2000s, where the dumbest songs would become worldwide hits. Yes, number one hits, in fact. And we've yeah. spent the last few weeks, almost well over a month now, compiling yeah. a list. But y'all sent us. Y'all sent us so many yeah. fucking songs. Lots of these were submitted by you all out there, and we have sort of compiled this list. Right now, the list stands at 14 songs, I think, or 13 maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, And we are going to, today on the show, rank these songs from number one to the last to come up with what these, uh, the top 10 songs of all time are. Couple ain't gonna make it. Yeah, a few are gonna get, they're gonna get relegated to the depths of hell. That's right. Um, but we are very lucky on the show today because Buddy and I, while we know we are qualified to state whether or not something is a goof song, yes, we don't necessarily have the sort of professional credentials that put us in the sort of category of someone who can definitely sort of objectively rank these songs. So we uh, hit the internet. Looking for uh, an expert in the field, someone who could come in and guide us through this sort of ranking process. And we stumbled across arguably the most knowledgeable person in the field of goof songs, folks. And we are so incredibly excited to have this guest on the show who is, uh, by all accounts, one of the greatest goof producers (laughs) of all time. All time. And that is the legendary, the legendary Mr. Sal Valentino. Sal, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you for having me. 
Oh, we are <laughs> we are absolutely delighted to have you. You know, you uh, your your reputation speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, you don't see uh, no false modesty for me. I'm a big I'm a big shot guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you know you're the, you're I'm, the I'm, real I'm, deal. I'm, a, I'm the number one. Uh, if you wanted a goof, you came to me. Yeah, that's right. That's Everyone right, folks. It. Your uh, description Sal- it said that you were the Rick Rubin of goof songs. That's no, what Rick Rubin is the me of normal songs. <laughs> <laughs> of course, and and we the normal song is actually industry lingo. We didn't come up with that. We're not sort of creating these two categories ourselves. This is industry lingo. There is like a completely separate world for yeah. people who produce goof music yeah. and people who it's produce like stand up and improv. It, yes. You know, it's, exactly. they're, they're, they're both comedy, but there's a difference. I yeah. don't get that. I don't get that reference. Okay. <laughs> You're a music guy. I'm you a music, I'm music through and through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry for that. I'll stick to, to music references. Well, then, we here's, a, here's a music reference then. So like as a goof song producer, like just to say Rick Rubin you know, to talk about how I've heard he does it. He's very much like he gets these artists in there and, and he's all about a vibe about like, like trying to get them to like loosen up and just make stuff. they like, what was like your, when you were, I mean, this is a wild group of people, different groups of people that you work with. Yeah. What was yeah. your like method with them to get these incredibly specific songs out of them? Oh, great question. Right out the gate. Good question. <laughs> Great question. Uh, so, you know, we wanted to keep it goofy. <laughs> First and foremost, we wanted I to keep mean, it yeah, goofy. Yeah, yeah, I guess that is number one. We wanted to keep it goofy, but not your um, <laughs> not your standard goof stuff. We didn't have pies in the face. We didn't have our seltzer water. We didn't have our goof. No we rubber have, chickens. We, you know, no rubber chickens. We okay. did have rubber turkeys. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you never heard of a rubber turkey, huh? No. No, yeah. I don't think anybody no, didn't either. That loosens them up. You walk in, you see a rubber turkey. You're loose. You're loosed up. And then you can start being a goof. Wow. Yeah, nice so, goof. So, so we keep so a rubber you turkey. You started in off there. with a weird goof with a you have like a rubber turkey opening with all of these artists just to like set the set the tone. Yeah, it's a it's a life size. It's the size of a life size <laughs> turkey sitting on the so we usually they would come in and it would be sitting on the stool where they would record and they'd say, "Hey, well there's a turkey here." See, now here's the thing. Here's the thing you don't know. People don't come in thinking I'm going to do a goof song. No. Oh, they think oh. they're going to do a regular song and I say, "We're going to make it goofy." <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna goof it up, and you're gonna be a star. Wait, so you're I I see. I wasn't aware of that. I thought people kind of went in with a vibe in mind, but you're saying most goof songs just sort of come out of well, the vibe that is that you create. Exactly, they come in straight. They pitch <laughs> songs that they want, and I say this will never be a hit. You don't got the talent. You don't got the songwriting ability. But if we goof it up, mm. if we goof it up slightly, <laughs> slightly to maximally. Then, wow. then we have a hit on it. Now, of course, we have your weird owls. We have the goofs out the gate. I don't mess with that. Right. Yeah, that's why they didn't make this list because they are right. they are goof artists. These are goof songs. Yes, and that's where they, that's why they come to me. Yeah, wow. so that's they pretty incredible. Because like that to me seems more impressive than like Rick Rubin working with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, who are insane and amazing. You took people who, uh, your words, had no talent. And we're going to make a real bad song. And you figured out a way to take them and and give them gold, which exactly. I think is very, very impressive. I goof-spired them. 
Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is honestly I am I think that when you phrase it like that, I mm. do I actually do now see this as an art form far beyond what Rick Rubin does. Mm. And what other what other mainstream producers Again, do. Again, no false Martins. modesty for me. He doesn't know what he's doing really. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You go in, you you take people who admittedly are awful musicians who have no creativity or talent, mm-hmm. and you you say to them, listen, you're never gonna make it trying to do sincere stuff. If we go in this goof direction, people might ironically enjoy your music mm-hmm. and you could get yourself a gold record, which a lot of the people you've worked with have ended up getting. So many golds. And I wouldn't say ironically. I think uh, all the goofy people out there are listening with genuine ears. Oh. And they they are listening and they say, I appreciate this. So there's no irony here. There's no none of that. <laughs> there, oh, there's no irony? There's no irony, irony here. <laughs> irony. Yeah. Well, geez, Sal, that's really, I mean, this is incredible. I, I i already feel like I got more insight into the reason that these songs exist than I ever could have otherwise. I mean, it, it really is uh, incredible to hear straight from the horse's mouth how a song like this gets made because Buddy and I have spent the last months, like yeah. months, wondering how these songs get made. So it's mm-hmm. it's incredible to hear this sort of how, how these artists that you kind of like, they have this song. And that's kind of it. That's you the never thing. See they only again. ever like come you... to me though for one song. Because mm. I'm notoriously it. difficult to work with. <laughs> it's not an easy process. It really challenges them. <laughs> well, what is your what? What do you mean by by like challenging? You're just like really hard on them because there's like I eat a lot of garlic, so my breath is not good. <laughs> okay, it's stinky it, off it's, the it's top. A, it's a bad atmosphere. I don't create a con- I don't create a conducive atmosphere for creativity for goofing. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm usually disheveled. This is the most put together I've been in weeks. Wow, <laughs> weeks, weeks. I usually am dirty, just like I roll. I roll in the mud. Full just, dirty, like into predator, like, like pig pet. Yeah, like predator, <laughs> dirty. Just as if I, uh, it's I. The, the lighting is awful. It's all overhead, bright overhead light <laughs> that are hot. It's not fun to work. It's not a fun experience. It's goofy, but it's not fun. You know, how, you know the difference. How long does it take to make a goof song in this environment? Oh, it's at least a one month process. <laughs> oh God, it's a one month. Wow, it's a one month. So you really break them down. And what part of that yeah. have you locked the song in, and how much of that is coming oh, up with it? Real early, <laughs> real early. We usually go with the first or second take, but they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> they think we're doing it, but they think they're fleshing it out. And what I release, they get it right away. Usually, they're you know they're professionals. I'm a professional, but uh-huh. I uh, still got to put them through it. They got to earn it. Do you do all the instrumentation and everything? Do you Me? play a lot? Of, yeah. No. <laughs> Never know. Who's that? Who does that? The them or other guys? <laughs> the band, buddy. The band. That's the worst question I've ever heard. Well, in my what life. do you think about the fucking uh, 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 who Lou Bega? Do you think he's in there playing all the instruments? He's probably got a band. I feel like everybody who I see in these music videos, the person who is there, is the only person involved. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. It's that person and like a producer. Because who who in this has a band? Well. I heard Snow Snow got a band. Maybe I don't. I don't mean to to keep talking about Rick Rubin, but I've heard this Rick Rubin quote <laughs> that that I think maybe illustrates kind of what you're saying here. 
uh, Sal. And Rick Rubin says he, he can't play a single note on an instrument. He doesn't mm-hmm. know music theory. He doesn't know how to to articulate musical thoughts. And when asked, well, what do people pay you for? He said, my taste. They pay me because they know that I know what works. Mm. And that, to me, feels like the role that a producer plays. And for you, in specifically goof music, (laughs) 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 it's obvious, based on your track record, that you do... No. You know a thing or two about this guy. <laughs> I know a thing or two about to make a song a goof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's incredible. Well, Sal, we're so glad to have you on the show. And we've got mm-hmm. we've got a, a list of songs here we're gonna go through together. And we love we love having you here because honestly, we feel like you're gonna be a great guide into uh, sort of ranking these songs. Um before it's like ranking we... your babies, which I've done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've ranked your own babies? Oh yeah. How many do you got? Fort. <laughs> wow well we had 13 songs so there might be a one-to-one relationship uh minus one baby uh to songs here but uh really quick before we get into it uh i need to one second actually in real life need to close my bedroom door because i just realized it's open brb okay what uh this is the kind of unprofessional uh, environment that I like to foster when I'm recording a song. <laughs> I just leave in the middle of a take. Hey, okay. No, no, he said that's how he does it. Okay, that's good. Part of his unprofessional uh, environment a, is just leaving. I'm a method, method producer as well. <laughs> um, but real quick before we get into it, I say we just really quickly run down the oh, list. Yeah. We'll run down the list to get us our sort of teeth teeth wet. That's not yeah. the, the saying. That's a goof. That's a goof. <laughs> getting your teeth wet you're on to something <laughs> well hey let's get our teeth wet folks the uh the the list as it stands right now let's get our teeth wet. it's 13 tunes and they start we'll start from the top we'll go on down we've got mambo number five by lou bega we've got cotton eye joe by rednecks we've got the macarena by los del rio who let the dogs out by baja men Barbie Girl by Aqua. Scat Man by Scatman John. John. Not Scatman Jones, as we've been saying for weeks. We've got I'm Blue Dabba D by Eiffel 65. I'm Too Sexy by Right Said oh, Fred. I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. Rico Suave by Gerardo. Informer Licky Boom Boom Down by Snow. <laughs> Summer Girls by LFO. Oof. And Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. And so that is where we are starting. That is the list, folks. And I think mm, the way that... My heart shifted every time I heard a new song. It's my tough. heart shifted again. It's, I don't know. It. I don't know. Okay. I will say it is going to be very tough. And I think the way that we will tackle this, just for the audience to be able to keep for, along... Like, Keep a keep a keep following along at home. We will go song by song, and we will place them where we think they exist on this top ten. And then each song, each subsequent song, we'll either place above or below the previous songs to eventually wind up with what we mutually agree on as the top ten goof songs. Gooftastic slappers. <laughs> Gooftastic slappers. Can we? Is this uh uh? Uh, Spotify playlist is it 
open to uh, anyone? Can anyone search this? Yes. All right. So uh, check it out. Oh, yeah. I will make, you know what? I'll make it public. It might not yeah, be yeah. public, but I'll make it public and you'll be able to find this. Uh, you will be able to find this. We'll put a link to it in the description of the episode. It's called the Goof Songs Playlist. Goof Songs Playlist. It'll be in the description. You can click it along. But, folks, we'll start out with the one we've always listed first. And not because I think it is the number one Goof Song of all time, but it is Mambo Number 5 by Lou Bega. Now, Sal, do you have any sort of uh, connection to this song? Were you, oh, yeah. Uh, I produced it. Oh. <laughs> okay, so you wow, you produced okay. Mambo Number wow, Five. I produced it. It's a, well, I was what is known as a silent producer. Okay, oh, wow. so you weren't there. <laughs> what was the feel? What does that mean? No, I was there. I just don't. You won't see me on the Wikipedia. You won't see me on the oh, liner okay. notes. I don't. I don't. I didn't do this for the credit. I did it for the goof. Right, right. And so, uh, <laughs> I did it for the goof. All right. Mambo number five uh, is from Lil Biggest debut album in 1999. A little bit of Mambo is the name of the album. German and, singer. Yes, he's a German singer. That is true. And we'll look at this. It, it, it topped out. Let's see the charts. It topped out the United States Billboard Hot 100 at number three. Whoa. So Mambo number five was an actual legitimate <laughs> Yeah, Huge and number one American across hit. Europe. Huge hit. Number one in many European countries. Uh, Nominated for a Grammy. Yes. And he was, in 2001, the world's best-selling new male artist and the world's best-selling German artist at now the that, World Music Awards in 2001. Now, that world's is something. best-selling new artist. With a song called Mambo Number no. 5. Uh, Who is he up against? <laughs> Probably the worst, the uh, worst music ever. No offense to those people, but but Sal, do you have any memories from the studio on this song? I don't want this to like sort of color our sort of uh, ranking, but is there anything that you remember from that session that sticks out? I mean, the no, like notoriously, there's a lot of a list of a lot of female names in the song. Were those real people that that Lou Bega, uh had relationships with? Do, do you have any insight? Those into were that? those were my children. <laughs> we had trouble coming up with names. He came in. Mambo number one had no names. No names in it. And so This is V five. This is basically Mambo V five. This is I number five. Like, yeah. That makes so much sense. I didn't realize that it was actually just version numbers. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's what we, uh, it was this a mistake. Is... We didn't mean to release it like that, but it got oh. attached. It was so just supposed to be called Mambo. It just, yeah, it's just Mambo. And then uh, it got the number five on there's a number fifth version where we started to come up with the names. And I said, hey, he was, he was saying, he was saying Frau. And other German names, and I said, no one, no, no one wants to hear German names. No one likes German names; they're unattractive off the lips. Yeah, and so I said, here, harsh. I've got a bunch of daughters for you. Just start naming them. <laughs> Just start naming my daughters. Now, okay, that that the implications of that are interesting um, because I believe in the song. These are all people that Lou Bega's interested in romantically. Um. So that must have that must be odd for you to hear. Well, that's when you're the, just that's the listen. goof. <laughs> that's the underlying goof. That's the goof. So there's another Wait. layer to this goof song that we didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. He's wow. talking about he's talking about my children. Wow. Silent producer, silent goof. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's incredible that's insight. That's huge insight. Now, I'll say, I, this song is definitely in, uh, to me, I believe, in the top half of this list. Uh, yeah. We, uh, so I would, I would just, uh, just f- for my own sake, I would throw this somewhere in the three to four range, but I, uh, you never know. Um, I mean, I th- with the, I, I don't know if we need to give it a number. Right. I think we, this is just the first song. Yeah. The next song will be above or below it. Great. That's great. How about that? That sounds beautiful. And and yeah. let's just move on to that next song, Dan. And that next song oh is... Oh, my gosh. Just hold on. Sorry. Real quick. So your daughters are Monica, Erica, uh-huh. Rita, Rita, Tina, Tina Sandra, Sandra, Mary, and Jessica. You got seven Jessica. daughters out of the 14. Exactly half so you of your kids are girls. Boys yeah. and seven girls. Seven boys, seven girls. There's a... Not, uh, Louis... Uh, I tried to get Louis to do one that had all the fellas' names, but uh, he wasn't interested. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow, Thanks. Louis! You call him Louis, huh? Mambo number yeah, six, Louis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's maybe we'll get Mambo number six someday. And yeah, we'll here's open. The names here's out. open, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, next up, folks, we've got Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. Wow, get up, That's right. <laughs> that's that's Buddy singing the song, pitched down a little bit, but uh, this song. Uh, let's click on through. We actually did a pretty decent deep dive into this song when we put it on the list, but I think this is probably, I would argue, the most one of the most sort of ubiquitous, well-known goof songs. I think if yeah. you say Cotton Eye Joe to almost anyone on the face of the planet, they will know what you are talking about. Um, so yeah, you I'm bring assuming- this up in Yemen, they love it in Yemen. Yeah. You bring it up. <laughs> wow, really? Oh, yeah, That's anywhere. You're right, anywhere in the world. Penetration. So yeah. this is worldwide. Worldwide. Wow. Um, and now, Sal, uh, when when you hear the word Cotton Eye Joe, when you hear that song, where, where what what immediately springs to your mind? Well, the uh, this guy I knew with cotton eyes. That's where the song. <laughs> that's where the song came from. Rednecks came in and said, "I want to make a song called uh, uh, Cotton Field Joe." And I said, "What's what's goof about that?" Right. <laughs> And when I was growing up, I knew a guy who got his eyes replaced with cotton. It's and, real. Yeah, he's a real guy. Not named Joe. Wow. Oh, so you just changed the name to Joe. We so changed the name to Joe. Cotton Eye Joe flows better. Anonymity. Keep, yeah. the, keep the anonymity. And wait, so you produced this song as well, Sal? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I produced this. This is one <laughs> of mine. This is one of mine. Jeez. Two of wow. the biggest goof songs of all time, and you you produced them. Wow. Uh, that's, I mean, this, this one is tough. This one is number 25 in the U S so yeah, it, 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 it got is, pretty good, right? Lou it Bag went is behind good. on it. Yeah. So it did not reach the heights that Lou did, but that doesn't, isn't a reflection on the quality of the song. I think, no, I, I think, know. I think this song is, is remarkably catchy. Yeah. I would not comes, call it. A, it starts hard. What's that? It's this song starts hard. Can we just yeah, we play, listen to one? Yeah. Play a little chunk. Yeah. God, just starts so hard. Oh my God, when that kicks in, you're like, this is fucking about to happen. Oh my God. And then the fiddle comes in. Fiddle is a funny Fiddle with the beat. The fiddle with the beat. The fiddle with the beat is pretty incredible. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's. Thank you. Slaps so hard. <laughs> I think it has like a very important thing when it comes to goose songs, which it is uh, very 
easy to uh, enjoy it for a little bit, and it's very easy to want to never hear it again at <laughs> okay. the same time. Easy. So it, like, as a as a goose song, Be careful. Be careful, buddy. You have the man himself who produced the song on the call. Don't, well, I mean, be careful I think you've got to understand that, that, like, how many times can you listen to it in a row before you, like, jump off a building kind of a thing? <laughs> You asking? Is that a real? You want, is that rhetorical? Is that a real? Is that I mean, a real you, question? You, you can't possibly have a real answer to that question, though, Sal. Can you? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I do. <laughs> Someone I know jumped off a building after hearing it forty-one times in a row. Forty-one, 41 times. Yeah, okay, so in okay. the middle of the forty-first, that it was it for him. Well, that's a good he warning survived. for everybody out there. Oh, he <laughs> it was actually the guy who played the fiddle. He was tracking his studio. Was he tracking the song for the 41st time? Yeah. And he was like, I think the second take is the one, Sal. Yeah. And you're like, nope, we need another one. We need more. We need more. (laughs) And so he jumped off the studio. It's also a a small part that is repeated. So, I mean, playing that for days. Yeah. He he just had to do it quick. It's not like a full arrangement. Did Did you sample it or did he play the whole the whole arrangement. Oh, he played the whole he played the whole <laughs> okay. time. I made him stick with it the whole time. <laughs> Just constantly playing. Wow. Stick with it. Well, yeah, I personally I I'm think I feel like Cotton Eye Joe is a, is is on top of Lou Bega. If I'm yeah. being if I'm being honest, I think it, 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 if right now we're ranking these two, I would say it's Cotton Eye Joe and then it's Mama number 5. Are we all in agreement right. there? Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's bigger of a goof. Okay. It's much yeah, it bigger a, of a goof. Well, knowing that Mambo Number Five is actually about your kids is was a big development, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I gave it some a little extra weight. At the end, we'll we'll have a a a, a final we'll run through where we can revisit <laughs> these rankings. But we'll say for now, it's Cotton Eye Joe, the Mambo Number Five. Next on a list, Oof. an absolutely just, iconic song and dance. Uh, crazed you let me just play that because the the very beginning of this let's just see how it makes us feel let's do it i think that might be an important part of this maybe we introduce with the top of the song so that everybody just gets the feel of it i love that okay here we go I don't remember this part. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think they cut this out for the radio. You're playing yeah. the, this is the original version. You're not playing the version that <laughs> hit it to the top. Is that right? Yeah, that is right. You're playing. You need the remix version. <laughs> no, that, that's when I came in. That's when I came in. I didn't know this was. I didn't know this was a remix. I guess <laughs> I didn't either. So this is the original. <laughs> yeah, this is an early. This is a different version. You this want, is the V uh, one. This is yeah. Oh no! Wow. We got I guess we got to find the remix. Yeah, you got to add to this list. I Here, didn't realize. See. Well, that's a huge development. Yeah, the song's not very goofy, huh? That wasn't very goof. That wasn't goofy at all. <laughs> no. Originally recorded for their 1993 album, a dance remix by the electro pop group Fangoria. <laughs> was a success in Spain and a sound-alike cover version by Los Del Mar became popular in Canada. 
Another Wait, remix by- it's the Bayside Boys remix. Bayside Boys. The That's, those yeah. are the boys. Another remix in. by Miami-based producers, the Bayside Boys, who added Which a section with of. English lyrics and expanded <laughs> its popularity and initially picked at number 45. Buddy. Wow. You, you Pause. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sal, you're one of the Bayside Boys? I'm one of the Bayside Boys, yeah. <laughs> I it did the remix. Wow, but I just added the song to the to the playlist, buddy. I think we should play it. It's at the bottom. Let's hear a little bit of this Bayside Boy re- Boys remix. Now knowing that Sal is one of the Bayside Boys, uh huh. Okay, that, this yeah. is the iconic. This is the iconic version that we'll all recognize. This is the one you'll. This oh, is the one you'll know. I mean, it slaps right off the top. I mean, it is. Wow. This, there is a lot of nostalgia attached to this song. This yeah. song was a huge, huge part of, I think, uh, everyone's life when it was out. The dance it felt helped. like it was everywhere. The this dance was a crust on TikTok these days. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Could you imagine? This was TikTok in the day. True. Everybody learned the dance. That I mean, it would literally be like the biggest thing in the world. This song, this song didn't make it to number one. <laughs> now realizing that they just added this, la- you sorry, you and the Bayside Boys just yeah. added whoever this lady is. Yeah, you know the lyrics. You listen to the lyrics. Then very goofy. <laughs> she uh, has an affair with two men while her boyfriend's away. Is that <laughs> right? Oh yeah, that is was that- my idea. Is that, <laughs> is that true? Would oh, you yeah. really call that goofy? Sal? It's, pretty goofy. it's a goof on the guy who's away, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> imagine, imagine you're away somewhere and you find out your lady slept with two guys. You got goofed. I guess that is true. Uh, wow. I mean, this I, this song's great, but I don't think yeah. I personally for oh, me. No, no, I can't. This is. I never paid attention to this. This is so mean. Your boyfriend. <laughs> What are the lyrics? Now don't you worry about my boyfriend. But don't you worry about my boyfriend. The boy whose name is Vitorino. She names him. His name's Vitorino. I don't want him. Couldn't stand him. He was no good, so I... <laughs> wow. We... Rips him. Wow. I don't want him. Couldn't stand him. He was no good, so she ha ha ha. Come on. What was I supposed to do? He was out of town, and his two friends were so fine. He was out of town, and his two friends were so fine. Comes up wow. Next. Wow. <laughs> Who knew this song was really about a three way? Yeah. I think the old men are the two guys this G3 weighed with. Is that hey, you know, implication? I can't, I, can't, I can't produce and tell. It's open to interpretation. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that it's open to interpretation. <laughs> Some secrets stay in the studio. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, this is huge news at the this podcast exclusive. Wild. <laughs> wow. Uh well I oh, think if we're talking geez. rankings with the Macarena folks, I'm I'm unfortunately <sighs> I'm thinking Macarena is on the bottom of the list. <gasps> of these three songs. What? Do you disagree? I mean, didn't this everybody knew a dance to this? I mean this it's dance true. went worldwide, this dance. Everybody, everybody can still do this dance. It's and, huge in Yemen, Sal. You yeah, said, yeah. We got huge a lot of we got a lot of play in Yemen. <laughs> I mean, oh, this is a wild one. Number one, in you think so it, many places across the world? But do you think it's better than Mama Number Five in U.S. And, Billboard Hot 100? Number one. Okay, but I'm talking about your personal opinion, buddy. I Don't know, talk about- I know, but this is this song broke. This is the mainstream of mainstream. 
So, so you that, think that it deserves something. to be on top? I mean, and it's about a three-way. <laughs> be honest, buddy. I am, I am. The knowing that the only this reason was like you two, like it is like because two it's old guys. Three-way. It's two old guys who just made like a normal album. Then the fucking Bayside Boys show up, throw a girl, make the song about a three-way. Then. Nobody mentioned has ever mentioned that. I've never thought about these lyrics. This hit number one, and everybody's dancing to a song about a chick uh having a three-way. This is this is <laughs> way up there. This is way up there. I mean This is way up there. But I'm talking about what what song do you want to listen to? Do you want to listen to this song more than actually now that you mention it? The story. <laughs> The story does then make it more interesting. <laughs> well, this is this, I mean, this comes on. Okay, let's. Let, should we use like we, a wedding as an example? Mm. Out of all three of these songs, they play people like Mama Number Five, haha. People laugh, keep eating their like fish, chicken, or vegetable plate. And then <laughs> Macarena pops up from mommy, from mothers to daughters, sons to fathers, old and new. They jump up and start doing. The Macarena. You're not There's wrong. not a The Cotton Eye Joe. That's yeah, true. I tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you try to do dances for all the songs you produced, Sal? Yeah, there's always a dance that came with it. That was We always brought in a choreographer and tried to figure it out. <laughs> and it only took off for the Macarena, huh? Yeah, or, unfortunately. <laughs> hey. Um, well, I got, I, we got you know one what? out there. I'm not a dance producer. <laughs> right, right. I'm convinced. I'm yeah. actually convinced. Okay, you've convinced me, buddy. Sal, it's, where would you put the Macarena on this list? Do you, what's the, what's the, what are the criteria? Is it just goofiness or best song? I think it's the best it's goof all songs of, of all time. It's I the, keep Cotton Eye Joe up there, but that has a oh wow, place in my getting, heart is just a goof. That's just a goof of a goof. How one about of my this? early goofs. Here's Jesus. the compromise, buddy. Well, huh? Cotton Eye Joe, mm-hmm. Macarena, Mambo Number Five. We'll put it there for now, but I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have to bring this back up. <laughs> Great, <laughs> perfect. We're gonna, um, yeah. All right, because that just blew my mind. <laughs> um, that took me somewhere else. Well, get ready for your mind to be blown again, buddy. Because the next song we've got on this list, <laughs> "Who Let the Dogs no, Out" by the Baja oh, 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 Man. We got it. Let's let's uh let's just hit them with it. Hit them with it. <laughs> okay. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Another cover. (laughs) What? This is another cover. This is a cover? Yeah, the Baja Boys brought it in to me and they said, we need to goof it up. Hang on. Sal, you produced this song also? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I produced this song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just assuming now. Yeah. Yeah, the Baja Boys. They were the Baja boys back then. I, I'm the one that called them men. You made them okay. into men. Wow. I made them into men. Boys okay. to men in a certain sense. Who Let the Dogs Out is a cover of the 1998 song Doggy or Dogie <laughs> by Trinidadian Calypso Saka Junkanoo artist Anslem Douglas. Douglas himself claimed the song has nothing to do with dogs. <laughs> See, that's the difference. They come to me, I say, this song's got to be about a dog. Wow. It actually has a feminist theme. In an interview, he said, Ugh. it's a man-bashing song. I'll tell you why. The lyric of the song says, the party was nice, the party was pumping. When I said the word party, I was being metaphorical. It really means things were going great. 
the yippee-i-yo that everybody's happy, right? And everybody's having a ball. Life is great. Until the men start name-calling, and then the girls respond to the call. So the wow. men started calling the women skank and skettle every dirty word you could think of. <laughs> the men started call, name-calling the girls uh, to respond to the call. And then a woman sh- shouts out, who let the dogs out? Wow. And we start calling men dogs. It was really a man-bashing song. Wow. I didn't realize you that. flipped another song <laughs> yeah. real hard, brother. <laughs> you turned what, what 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 was goofy about what you just read? What was the goof? Wow. What was the goof? <laughs> zero. You're right. It's zero. You're right. you're right. You just turned you turned a what would be what could be regarded as a feminist anthem into a a <laughs> song, <laughs> and it is about a dogs? club party jam. It's about <laughs> dogs to me. We had dogs in the studio. We brought a lot of dogs. <laughs> That wait, was I mean I'm I'm just throwing darts in the dark here, but did did uh, did the original Who Let the Dogs Out come from, or did the the first line of recording come because you let some dogs into the studio while somebody was on mic? No. <laughs> okay. Good. I was just shooting darts in the dark, as I no, said. They brought the song to me, and I said that if we got a dog song, we got to have dogs around. So I brought in. I went out. <laughs> I, purposeful. I, he plussed I, up the vibe. The dog. Vibe. I plussed up the vibe. They, they were not good dogs. <laughs> they were mangy. They were loud. They stank. <laughs> they had no. They, they didn't know how to use the toilet properly, and so what an it environment! Was it was a bad environment. The really aggressive. Was, yeah. Well, some of them were. Sure. <laughs> In different ways, some sexually, <laughs> lots of humping dogs, but dogs hump. Dogs hump. I don't think dog humping is sexual. I think it's just kind of like an activity for them. Yeah, that's what I was saying, and then <laughs> the Baja boys didn't agree with me. Um. Wow. So this is okay. And Redneck uh, is Cotton Eye Joe. Is was that? I feel like that was also based on a traditional American folk song, Cotton Eye Joe. That is another flip of a song. It seems like a lot of these goof songs are coming from sort of taking something that's already existed and doing it in a funny way. Goofing it up. Yeah, goofing it up. You You got to goof it up. Yeah. You never heard of These are all surprises because you never heard of any of these other songs. Right. Wow. That's what I was saying. No talent. (laughs) (laughs) They come in with a cover song and you're like, you got it. You can't even write an original. Yeah. Mamba number five is your only original so far. (laughs) So far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never said I'm not a songwriter. I'm a producer. <laughs> right. So I take what comes to me. And to be fair, there's five versions of the song, and so I would I would argue it's a cover of itself five times over. Yeah, which means to me that it sounds like Lou Bega was might be the most talented of all of these people, which puts him down on the list to me. Wow. Hmm. Interesting, interesting take, buddy. Uh, I mean, the guy's I, a, a singer songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> so he these goes, other people can't. Oh, I don't even know if any of these other ones have sang yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, does that, you think Luke Bega being a songwriter puts him further down the list? Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's okay. less goofy to me. All right, where was well, right. German? Then making a song that's not about a three way into a three way <laughs> that's yeah. not yours. Yeah. So where do we where do we think about who let the dogs out? We gotta Oof. we gotta place this on the list. I my personal opinion is I think this song is iconic. And maybe I'm just it's recency bias, and I'm putting every the the last song we listen to at number one every time. But yeah, it seems to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
this yeah this one i'll i'll give you is one of the even more than cotton eye joe which i think you can be like Haha, cotton eye joe right when you hear who who let the dogs out i think most people just go oh fuck or they go <laughs> a lot of them respond to the call yeah, yeah i don't know what you're talking about buddy Ooh. i think a lot of people go who okay so there is a call and respond element to it yeah. okay I think this That's song has big. to. I I do agree that this song has to be above Mambo Number Five. Yeah, Lou Vega, sorry, buddy, you shouldn't have written it. I personally <laughs> could listen to this song. I would. I would rather listen to this song than listen to Cotton Eye Joe, if I'm being honest. So to me, it has to go above Cotton Eye Joe. But then also, when I think about it in context of Macarena, I'm like, it's tough. I think Macarena is not as good as this song. This is tough. I have to make my own list because I think you're going to fuck it up and I got to keep a running total of what I think in my head things should be. Well, look, (laughs) just say what you think, buddy. I don't know. It's changing changing like the ocean. I don't know. It's you hear them. Then you learn that there's a lot of new fucking information being thrown at me about these songs (laughs) that I didn't know was going to be a part of this, which is not making it easy for me in my brain. There are fucking (laughs) deep. Now I'm going to have to look at each one of these and be like, there's layers to some of these. I mean, here's what I'll say. I think I actually now with that I'm looking at the list. I think you are. I think maybe you're right about Macarena. I think Cotton Eye Joe is actually below Macarena. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does it work? If do we get one vote each and you get two votes since you're <laughs> the expert, so we can can actually tie. <laughs> no, I mean it's your show. I don't want to come in here. If you feel strongly, Sal, you'll get one V. How about this? Sal gets one veto at the end. He gets to make one swap that we can't argue with. Okay, yeah, great. We get our list, but then Sal Sal gets to make one one swap. Okay. All right. Um, Well, so we have, at the moment, Macarena's past Cotton Eye Joe. I think you're right, yes. Who let the dogs out, but you liked it more than Cotton Eye Joe. I did like it more than Cotton I think they are very closely matched to me. So I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this as the order currently. Okay. Um, all right, we got to We got to move on. We have a lot of songs to talk about. (laughs) We got to stop learning so much shit about it. Yeah. Next up, we got Barbie Girl by Aqua. Let's hit him with a little taste of it, buddy. Nice, ooh, nice little slow intro. Hiya, Bobby. Hi, Ken. You want to go for a ride? Sure, Ken. I mean, a classic tune. It's an absolutely classic tune. Before we get into it, Sal, you didn't produce this song as well, did you? Oh, uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Wow. I produced this one when I was on uh, vacation overseas. <laughs> so you weren't even in the studio, or were you over there with them? I was over there from... with them. They're not American. Right, so you're right, 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 right. Ran into them. Yeah, so this song, this song, where did it, it ended up in the Billboard Top 100. Number seven was the highest it ever reached. Okay. Top 100. So, I mean, I, I, I can pretty confidently say that I don't think that this song is in the top half of this list. I would confidently put this one at, at the bottom of our current list. As a goof? <laughs> My serious opinion is that this would be, this would end up at the bottom of the list. Of of the songs we've currently covered, It's it, it would be below Mambo number five for me. Yeah, this is hard because 
it goofs up a big IP, which I think was a bold move. Um, uh, it's like, like that's a pretty big swing to be like, we're going to do like a, this is like a almost this, this gets into like sketch territory. Right. Like this is like, it's very creative. This kind of like rides a line of where we would cut off goof songs for being too purposely goof. Right. And, this one oh, okay. is this one like <laughs> this one seems to have had a premise, <laughs> a goofy premise. I to was begin on vacation. With. What do you want from me? All right, <laughs> wait, wait, don't take this as a yeah, judgment on you. Not, so. yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Th- th- you're an incredible producer. You've yeah. done incredible work. This is a great song. It's in the top ten for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they all can't be the top, right? I just think this one is closer. This one gets so close to like. A Weird Al song, almost right, because it's like so pop culturey and like, oh yeah, the imagery and the IP and everything. That I feel like this isn't a top straight on the goof level. It's so far close to non like parody on the 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 bottom end of the spectrum. Right? That's yeah. a fair crit. That's a fair. That's a fair criticism. So, are you saying then it's at the bottom of the list? Then, yeah, to me right now, yeah, for sure. Because it's too, it's too cohesive. Like uh, Macarena, like think about this again. It, right. it was two old dudes doing a nice little song for their grandkids, and they added a three-way <laughs> and a dance track and a dance to it. Like none of that was supposed to happen. They this was so. a plan. This this was too planned out. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So let's uh, no end of discussion. Barbie girls at the bottom. It's fine. <laughs> I'll take it. That's fine. Yeah, I was on vacation. I wasn't all there. <laughs> yeah, Sal doesn't have an emotional attachment to the song. Is no, there's no sentimental I, sort of connection? I, I think we all this agree. One out. Yeah. I can I could probably guess that uh, for someone of your covered in mud status, that traveling is not probably a fun thing for you or oh, anybody. Oh, it's hell to sit next to me on a plane. <laughs> uh, my elbows and my legs are wide open. I had to take my shoes off immediately. Oh God! And oh, I put him. No. I put him in my lap. Oh <laughs> no! You're not one of those who clips their fingernails on a plane, are you? Yeah. No, I bite them and spit them out. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, I just. I hope we never have to travel together, Sal. So. No, it's well. It's on and, me. <laughs> don't say the name of this because next one. Because I, I oh, just want to hit him with it. Yeah. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is our next song, folks. I'm a scat man. I mean, this is so good. It's so, it's so good. Good. And now this this is far outside of the realm of what you usually were doing, Sal. So I'm assuming you didn't produce this one. No, did I did. <laughs> I produced this one. I uh, really. Yeah. This John, this uh, John wanted to do a pretty straightforward song. <laughs> he came to me and I said, "You're mumbling all the time, John." Oh, so was, hold on. He was just John when he showed up, and you oh, turned yeah. him into Scat Man. <laughs> yeah, he just had a normal song, and he just wanted to sing about how he was John. Wait, and so did wait. So the song had real words originally. Yeah. And you told him to scat. I instead? said, "Just start. Mu- you you mumble all the time. You're always saying nonsense, John." Wow. Spit it out. Let's I lay would it say down. that you, you, I mean, then you are fully responsible for the iconic status of this song. No. Um, Again, is, he I, rap, is this his rap, though? I guess I forgot about the rap. 
Yeah, we had to leave that in, and he made me. So this is him. This isn't very goofy. <laughs> Was this like in the contract that he had to have at least a couple of lines of real words? Or yeah, he got lawyers involved, and I... <laughs> I represented myself and it didn't go so well. So. Oh, you you know what? It makes total sense that you represented yourself. I oh, look yeah. at you and I'm like, this guy for sure represents himself in court. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be um, hell putting a suit over all that mud. Listen, I this song, I'm like, look, I think it is, it is of these songs, one of my absolute favorites. It's... I mean, it puts scatting on the map for the only time. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, don't tell that to Ellen Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say if you if you uh, don't think that the world existed before like 1960, then yeah, I guess it puts scatting on the map for the first time. But like, name another scat. I mean, every jazz vocalist of all time, buddy, who listens to <laughs> jazz music. Okay. It's not. It's one of the least goofy. It genres. Is. It's a very serious m- music. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, look, I, 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 this to me, I would put this above Cotton Eye Joe, is what I'll say. Okay. This was one of my favorite to work on. We really goofed it up. It was such a straightforward <laughs> song about a guy named John. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a message. Everybody stutters one way or the other. So check out my message to you. As a matter of fact, don't let nothing hold you back if the scat man can do it. So can you. Wow. That's a very great motivational speech from Scatman John. Yeah. You can also do <laughs> a thing you don't really like. <laughs> can you scat, though? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you give me a scat? Yeah. Skip. I Pretty guess good. so. Skibbity dip dip <laughs> three times. Skibbity dip dip. And then like a, and then like a choke sound. <laughs> yeah, well, my throat. <laughs> yeah. I've, I uh, I didn't I know mean, it sound like this. Yeah, that I, I I'll oh, take it. I think that was pretty good scatting. I'm I'm throwing this one above Cotton Eye Joe. I think this one goes between Macarena and Cotton Eye Joe on our list. What do you think about that one? Macarena and Cotton Eye Joe. It's just so unique. Straight to the top. (sighs) You say straight to the top? I mean, it's a great, it's really a good, it's such a fun song to listen to. I guess I I can just What's goofier than nonsense? Uh, you can't argue with that, buddy. You really can't. I think that's that right there. That's the trump card. That I believe that Sal just dropped the trump card, and I think we have to put it at number one now. Number one? What's goofier than nonsense? I know. A three-way added to a song about old men. I don't know. I'm buddy, so sold on Ocarina. It feels like you're just like horny or something. Like That's not funny. I'm not a horny it's producer. It's so funny because it shouldn't be there. Yeah, but it's not funny. It's did not, those it, guys know that they made it? I mean, did, what did they, they say have when that you said permission with, from Los Del Rio to do the remix? Oh yeah, they we didn't get permission. They didn't okay. <laughs> no, they don't know. I don't know if they know to this day. We just did it. We just didn't put it out there. Jesus. They're counting. They're counting their money. They don't give it. They don't give a darn. <laughs> I mean, 
I wouldn't. Right. I would not right. argue with Scatman being number one on okay. the list. I'll right put now. it up at number one, but we'll re- we'll revisit. We will back. revisit. I'm come back to it. Yeah, we'll revisit. Also, now that we're putting dates on these, what a time! <laughs> when we said there was a time, I didn't realize we were locking in. Right now, all those songs are from '93 to 2000. Yeah. So this is all '90s. It really is. Magic. That's my heyday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can tell by the way you're dressed that that's your heyday, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, the, the the flipped up fedora, the big sunglasses, the the Hawaiian shirt. It just has a kind of feel of like uh, Kid Rock's about to happen. Oh, boy. Oh. I was dying to get that guy in the studio. I heard that Bawa Tadaba, and I said, this guy's a goof. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't scatty. record Bawa Tadaba. That's Southern uh, I, scat, I guess. Ba to a ba. Bawa Tadaba. Sure. Bawa Tadaba. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I think but I think Scatman's got to go up high for for us. So I, I I think let's leave it there for now. We'll we'll revisit if we need to. But next up, we got another song for you, folks. Oh. Another one for your listening pleasure and consideration. This Ugh. episode is getting so long. I know. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. It's. I mean, we got. I, it's been a build up. Yeah, we got it right. This is a good payoff. Sexy for my love. Crank it. Sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. Mm. Oh, this is too good of a song. <laughs> it is a good. It's, it's too I good think of a song. It it's is too normal you. and good. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, you I, produced this one too? Oh yeah, so? this one definitely. <laughs> one of my first ones. This yeah, is one of your first one. It's ninety-one. Yeah. I mean, okay. Here's here's my 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 honest thoughts about this song. Uh-huh. I think. Th- you take the lyrics out of this song and you like put them, you make them like regular lyrics. It's not at all funny anymore. There's no like real like. Uh, On paper, it's not it. funny. You mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's like it, yeah, you're right. I didn't. This is before I put effort into producing goof. I thought the lyrics could <laughs> carry it about yeah. being too sexy, and then I but I produced it too straightforward. It's like yeah, mm. it's like it's a song at the time. It's like and I, and if I'm being honest, I can tell that this is an early track that you produced, yeah. uh, Sal. It definitely feels like shades of goof, but it's not going full goof yet. Yeah, it wasn't but it there is yet. still categorically goof. Yeah. Um, number one, <laughs> number one in the U.S. This was number one. Wow. Number one. That's because I I mean I don't think the envelope is being pushed as far as it could. Here. No, just the I'm too sexy for my shirt. We thought was funny. I was, uh, <laughs> I wasn't there yet. <laughs> so and I, 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 so far, not- just to say that the number one song on our list right now, Scatman, was number sixty. <laughs> so it kind of does also make sense a little bit for this list. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I can confidently say that this this goes to, to the bottom. This is this one goes yeah. below Barbie yeah, Girl. It's too good. It's, it's like, too regular. I pitched yeah. I'm too sleepy. <laughs> I'm too for my sleepy shirt for or my for something shirt. else? For my, yeah, well, my night shirt. <laughs> I'm too sleepy for my night, night shirt. shirt. Yeah. But, a little less catchy there, Sal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, it was early. It was early. I'm glad, I'm glad you made the change. <laughs> I am very glad you made the change. Uh, all right. Let's, let's just keep on powering through. Let's, we got to get these last five on the list and then... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be our longest episode ever. It's gonna be it's just it's one be, topic. It's gonna be so long. Um, next up, let's hit it. <laughs> hit him with it, buddy. Okay. 
Yo, listen up, here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue world. And all oh. day and all night and everything he sees is just blue. Like I mean, him inside okay. and outside world. blue his house with a blue little window <laughs> and a blue corvette. And everything <laughs> is blue for him and his self. The lyrics alone. Around cause he Make this Nobody the fact that this song was popular at all the most shocking thing in the world. I was surprised too after after <laughs> producing it. Number six. This was number six on the Billboard charts. I mean, this is. But I'll say, I think this one's up there for me, and I'll tell you why. Because the subtitle of the song is Dabadi. <laughs> Because the song has a parenthetical title that is Daba D. Yeah. I think it has to be high on the list for me. They are they are building there's world building in this too. Yeah, this yeah. there's a lot of effort. Like this, this sounds like you took time with this one. Yeah, so. the story of the yeah, blue. I mean, I was, is there there's a story behind like this guy who sees blue all the time? Because normally people would think like maybe that means he's like sad, you know, blue means sad. Yeah, I had a friend. Uh, okay. Who spilled paint on his glasses? <laughs> <laughs> and it was blue paint. And he would. He came to me and he said, "Hey, Sal, everything's blue." And I said, "Oh, that's pretty goofy." That makes that, that makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. We brought uh-huh. iPhone 65 in <laughs> to do it. They were they were reluctant at first. Oh, so oh, so this was a song that you wrote. Yeah, this and was had one of someone else perform. Yeah, I oh, brought wow. in Eiffel 65. They were looking for a song. They were bringing in nothing. <laughs> and I said, I got a great one about a blue world. I went back to the well a little bit with the nonsense stuff. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what, I, that's what though. I think uh, makes sense about, like, this is a little bit of your later work. Because um, it's t- it's 98 on this one. You're taking, like, a little bit of scat, man. There's, the Dabadi is kind of like a little bit of scat. Um, yep. The world building uh, touches uh, Cotton Eye Joe. You know, like Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. Macarena uh, still sticks out. The so narrative like, kind of feel kind mm-hmm. of hits like Barbie Girl a little bit. Uh, yeah. And then it feels that- like there's an IP involved with the blue <laughs> situation, just nope. owning the color blue. <laughs> nope, but that's public domain. We looked it up. <laughs> blue is public domain. <laughs> but blue yeah. is public domain. That makes domain. sense. <laughs> the color yellow, also public domain. Okay. Wow, yeah. Coldplay. Coldplay. That's why they did it. Yeah, they did it because they could use it. Um, I would put this one pretty high because it feels like uh, like the convergence of a lot of different things. And I also would argue that this is a very listenable song. I mean, after a while, (laughs) which I think is an important part of this, is that these shouldn't be like uh, there should be almost a uh if this was on repeat how long could you be in the room factor <clears throat> i think that is a a part of this well you don't have an answer to that question do you sal how long you could be in a room if this was on repeat cuz 41 cotton eye joes will make you jump man. off a yeah building. i was in a room once it was uh i put blue on okay i was on psychedelic mushrooms okay, <laughs> okay that makes sense uh-huh. yeah and I put this song on, and I think it was five days. <laughs> I didn't leave the room. I just listened to Blue. I only ate Blue foods. <laughs> so blueberries. Blueberries. Um, blue. Uh, boo. Blueberry. 
which is blue. Yeah, like blue Gatorade. <laughs> wow, I bet your uh, look. I bet your piss and shit were hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> goofy. <laughs> like, um, yeah, that's the goofiest poop I've ever had. <laughs> I would put this oh. then. I would put this between Macarena and Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Wow, it beat out Cotton Eye Joe. But damn, I don't know because Cotton Eye Joe starts and people are like, fuck, or awesome. I'm blue I think, is such a, it's more of a chill. But but I think more people more would Europe. sing along to blue. <gasps> you think people know the lyrics to blue? Yes. Daba D. Like blue, Daba People are like Daba da, instead of like, you don't know the words to Cotton Eye Joe, so you're proving the point. But I'm Daba D. You know the, the sounds. That's you the know point. The That's sounds. why we do it. Yeah. That's why we do it. So if, even people in Yemen can sing along. <laughs> you have a lot of reach to Yemen. It sounds I spend like my, that's my summer. I summer at Yemen. Oh. Okay, let's move. We got it. Let's 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 get through these. <laughs> I made too, I made too many goofs. You made too many. Gra- Wait, I'm so, before, just before we get to any more. Did you produce all the songs that are on this list? Well, I, I don't know. I'm finding out with you when they're oh. coming. Oh, but, okay, uh, so far we're eight for eight. <laughs> well, all right, well, well, let's let's hit one? him with our next one, uh, buddy. Oh yeah, I produced this. <laughs> oh yeah, it feels like you made this, and I'm too sexy in the same day. Yeah, it does. And they kind of look the same. The artwork kind of feels like it's in the same vibe. Yeah. I was hungry. That's when I was young and hungry. <laughs> he came in. I had a uh, he. I had a pet duck named Rico, and <laughs> Gerardo really liked the duck. And he started. I said, "Let's put it down." And then he sang the rest in Spanish. I have no idea. <laughs> They're both from '91. Rico Suave. Yeah, I'm too sexy. It makes I absolute sense. Like I literally produced work. I literally produced them at the same time. I was <laughs> hopping back and forth, hopping back and forth. The studios were across from each other. I completely buy it. 100% buy that. So I'm Too Sexy and Rico Suave <laughs> are the base for this list, I feel like. I, I agree. I agree. I think this one, I would also put this one, I would put this one slightly above I'm Too Sexy because oh, interesting. I like the I like the horn slide. The bam sound. This, is, what, this is when I was finding my goof footing. I don't think this one's that goof. Yeah, it's 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 it, the only thing that's goofy is the is the Rico Suave. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty goof. It's pretty goof, but I think I think we're all in agreement that this one's towards the bottom of the list. Okay, so I think we can move on to our next song, oh. which is. I mean, this has shades of a number of things <laughs> that we've been talking about for sure. <laughs> I would say that this is the best produced song on this list in oh, terms of just be- a great beat. Yes. Thank you. I came up with that. <laughs> I mean, sincerely, this is a very fun, good song. Like even beyond goof, I would I would argue that this song is I mean it is still very goof because the lyric I lick your boom boom down. This song is, is well it. known for the line a licky boom boom down and for Snow's fast toasting and often unintelligible lyrics. 
<laughs> oh yeah, he was just going. <laughs> he came in and he was just going. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I produced this, but I was <laughs> checked out. <laughs> I was barely paying attention. <laughs> so I don't really take a lot of credit for this one. I mean, mm. you should. I think you should. I would say this is one you should take credit for because I think this is a pretty, uh, pretty great tune. But, but I, it's not. It's not oh. goof. It's not. I was gonna goof. say, sitting here listening to it now, I'm realizing how much I don't view it as a goof song actually. Because it's another it. early one. It's a '92. So you went yeah. from like Rico Suave and I'm Too Sexy. You got to Informer. There seems like we have a bit of a scatting element that's like kind of implanting in your brain of just some unintelligible mumbling. Watch this. U.S. Billboard number one. I mean, yeah, makes sense. I would. Does I, it? I, I, I think that it does. This song is great. This song is, is great. I But I do think in terms of goof songs, I think we're all in agreement. It's a little bit less of the goof, more so just like a, a, a gro- cool, fun groove. I would argue maybe this one goes above Rico Suave, but still at the bottom of the list. I think it's funnier than Rico Suave. Yeah. I think I'm Too Sexy is funnier than Rico Suave, though. Yeah? Because of the video was way <laughs> funnier. Yeah. And I think that was important. If I'm being honest, this, the bottom part of this list, I don't give a shit about. So you can put it okay. in whatever order you want, buddy. Okay. Not goofy enough. Some <laughs> yeah. of them. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Let's... This next gotta, one is a game changer a bit. Because yeah, this one's great. It's kind of like... I'll explain. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is a newer one. This was a later 90s one, right? Or maybe even 2000s. When did this one come out? Yeah, this was later in my career. 99! Jeez, right in there. On the block, had a bunch, had a bunch of, hits, of hits. Chinese food makes, makes me sick. sick. And I, I think, think it's why when the girls stop by for, for the summer. summer. There is a delay of about a second uh, on y'all's end for this. So if y'all sing along, it's different delays. It is a nightmare to hear. So just, <laughs> that's, how we re- that's how we recorded it. We recorded it on delays. We just had every, everybody's delayed. I, will, I would argue that this song has the funniest lyrics ever Absolutely. Written. Thank you. I, I would <laughs> it's so random. Larry Bird, it, Jersey 33. Like, Sal, none I, of that. Just listen, listen to this part. What is Larry Bird's jersey? How, they're just saying things. Well, Sal, you obviously, from your reaction, I could tell that you produced this song as I did. Well. Yeah. So it sounds to me, and tell me if I'm wrong, but this sounds to me like, you know, like that bit that people do sometimes where it's like they're looking at something and they're just saying the thing that they're looking at. It yeah, kind of no, sounds exactly. like we wrote it in the car. Right. We were driving through downtown Phoenix, Arizona. And anytime we saw something, we just said, put it in the song. Girls wearing Abercrombie and fish. Put fitch. it in. Fish. Now, that's fish. Chinese food makes me sick. Was someone sick in the car? That was me. Someone tricked me into eating Chinese food because they knew it wrote me that sick. line in the first person in their song. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me sick. You just wrote that in their lyrics. Yeah. I mean, this is tough because this, I do think these lyrics are the funniest lyrics ever written for a song. It, it, it's the dumbest. And it's so the it, dumbest lyrics of I a song that, that may cl- have ever been written. Yeah, that, that climbs it up the list considerably for me. I don't number know. Number three. 
It was number three wow. on the charts. The worst written song of all time is number three. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Remember I'm, who's in the sorry, call goof, with us, buddy? Goof. Uh, hey. Goof. Yeah, you can don't say worse. Say goofist. <laughs> it's, that is my bad. I'm sorry about that. Goofist. Right. These have the goofist lyrics of any song that's probably been in the top 100. Thanks. Yeah, they came to me and they wanted. They wanted it to be goof, and they handed me the most creative control I think I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. You threw everything in the wall, it seems like. Yeah, I was running out of steam. As you can see, this is one of my later ones. <laughs> <laughs> I would I say... I took a new approach. If I'm if I'm ranking this one in, in the list that we've got so far, I because the lyrics are what they are, I mm. got to put it in the top half. Yeah, it's got to be in I the mean, top half. Yeah, just because, like, Boogaloo Shrimp and Pogo Sticks. Yeah, we saw this said. kid We just saw this kid jumping up on Pogo Stick. <laughs> I think the Boogaloo Shrimp was funnier. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. There's shrimp in my Chinese food. I remember that. <laughs> think about that summer, and I bug because I miss it. Like the color purple, macaroni and cheese. Those are two lyrics that are next to each other. <laughs> I like Kevin Bacon, but I hate Footloose. I mean, there's just so many lines in this that are just... I I mean, where are we thinking here? Macau I'm just one random line? Macaulay Culkin wasn't Home Alone. <laughs> Michael yeah. J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton. They're just say the the, the just <laughs> we were having We were having an argument about who played Alex P. Keaton <laughs> in the car. It's pre-Google, so I guess, you know. It was pre-Google, and so we were in someone's side. I think it was Michael J. Fox, so we threw it in there. <laughs> Thank God we were right. <laughs> what do we think here? Where, are we, where, are we, where do we want to rank this? This one's kind of tough. It's tough. It is very tough. Because it's it's also not like a... All these other ones are basically dance songs. Right. So this is like the only one that's like kind of like a chill dorm room listen, kind of mm -hmm. a sitting on a couch... Maybe driving with the windows down, just kind of enjoying the summer, I guess, songs. It's very different style-wise, but the lyrics are just... I'll, I'll say the lyrics alone put it, to me, above at least Who Let the Dogs Out. Yeah. Yeah, I would say it's up there between Mambo Number no. 5 and Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. I think, yeah, put it between, yeah. It's it's below Cotton Eye Joe, but above Who Let the Dogs Out and Mama Number 5. Just to recap the list right now before we get into our last couple. We, right now, the current order is Scatman, Macarena, I'm Blue, Daba D. You got to get the Daba D in there. You got to the get the Daba D in there. Cotton Eye Joe, Summer Girls, Mambo Number 5, Who Let the Dogs Out, Barbie Girl, and Farmer, Licky Boom, I'm down. <laughs> boom, boom, I'm Too down. Sexy, and Enrico Suave. I'm actually currently, I'm... I think this list is pretty accurate. Nothing's looking crazy to me. <clears throat> My only fight's going to be the number one so far, I think. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get our last tune in there. All right. And then and then we'll be able to have that fight, buddy. This is a turn. This is a turn as well. These last two have kind of like uh, different styles. So here we go. This is our only one in this category. <laughs> yeah, it was a departure. It was a departure for me. You did this one too. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> of course, this song is Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. I would say this song at the time that it came out 
was, I believe, considered pretty goofy. I think it was the butt of a lot of jokes in comedy in late yeah. night, you could the say. The mullet. The mullet didn't help. Legendary mullet. Does have a legendary look don't, in that picture. Thank you. I gave him that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason I knew that I knew that, that was that was true. Yeah, okay. This one's tough. There is something about it that I uh it is it's a borderline goof. The 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 I think the fact that it is country music is what makes it a goof. Yeah. It's hard Maybe. to rank country music because a lot of it's pretty goofy. Right. Just straight out the bat. It's not really very That's, I used, yeah, It's I, like he's serious about it, which makes it goofier. Because I think right. I think he's a little more serious about this song than we think he is, which makes it a little goofy. So I I tough. think I put some goofy production in there. I think to me, this is some of my goofier just lyrics aside. <laughs> It's All this little like boink, 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 yeah, I got sounds. I was getting goofy in there. This is when I was, <laughs> and I was trying. So it was still pretty early in my career, so I said, "Why not country? I can goof up country." Yeah, this was a turning point for me. Yeah, um, even though it's country, I never really tried again. Because, <laughs> like you said, it's goofy on its own. A lot of it's just its own goof. Yeah, I think for me, this one's probably. I would actually, honestly, I would put this one below Informer Licky Boom Boom Down because Licky Boom Boom Down is the funniest. <laughs> Some about thinking that he was very serious about this. Oh, he was too. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a sense of humor at all. <laughs> even though he came to a goof producer, he didn't get it. It was a, the joke was like, even when I gave him the mullet, he thought that it was a good look. <laughs> That was a nice move. <laughs> nice. Let's move. put it. Let's put it above. I'm too sexy. Below okay. informer. Like a boom boom down. <laughs> okay. Uh. Okay. And so that. I mean, look. That's all thirteen. Well, there's still one more. What other one? That's not on the list. Well, there's still one more though. I don't think we agreed that this should even be here. <laughs> Okay, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it back in there because I'm guessing our homeboy here, Sal, produced it. So uh, <laughs> let's, let's see. <laughs> funny off the jump. You're not wrong. It is already funny. Okay, I don't know. I don't This is actually a good song. I've gone on the record saying that I think this song is too good for it to be a goof song. This does it. <laughs> this is a pretty good. I'm not. Uh, I actually did not produce this one. Oh, oh. wow! Well, damn, My, does that immediately disqualify it? Because <laughs> I think we're ra- ranking your top ten songs. Now. I didn't know that that was gonna. I didn't know it was gonna happen. It just so happens. I mean, if you're the top goof producer, you're gonna run into some songs. But I definitely. <laughs> I didn't do this one. I passed. Because <laughs> it's Why not goofy enough, right? right? Yeah, I, he just gave me a—he gave me a weird vibe. <laughs> oh, so of, it's more weird than goofy. <laughs> yeah, it's more weird. He went to a weird producer. I don't know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> so there, then, then it, the case is closed, well, buddy. This is a fuck. weird song. It's not a goof song. 
trying to figure out which Ray he is. <laughs> it's a different. I'm sorry, buddy. It's a different category. We we just got God straight from it. the the horse's mouth. This is I a weird it. producer, not a goof producer to this song. So it's not on the list. I'm sorry. All right, fine. I really sorry. planned on digging mean... my heels in for that, but <laughs> I didn't mean to cause such a. But I mean, yeah, he didn't come to a goof. I passed. <laughs> I goofed enough. All right. Well, fine. all right. So then I think that we have yeah. here yep. a current list of the top 10. It's 12, uh, 11, uh, 12, 1, 2, 3, 12. 4, 5, 12. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. That means Right Said Fred and Rico Suave have been relegated. Wow, Right Said Fred and Rico wow. Suave are not part Out. Is of there, this list. Is there any argument to keep a, a, what is at the bottom, Make Your Breaky Heart, uh, which is our my first two, My first two songs. Out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you had to find the footing. It's funny that it's worked out that way. (laughs) I'm like goofy (laughs) footage. It makes logical sense. Yeah. So I think we go with it. Yeah. Um, So is there any argument for bringing I'm Too Sexy or Rico Suave into the achy, breaky heart place? I I think that country music is a bit of a goof itself. Billy Ray, kind of a clown here. I feel like I'm Too Sexy is more of a goof because they owned the goof. Than a song that was accidental goof. So I'm my okay. argument is I'm too sexy takes achy breaky hearts place. I mean, listen, I can I think I can get behind that. The video's very funny. Yeah, I think I can get behind that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. do that. All right, we'll swap so, that. Relegated. So, yeah. So Billy Ray Cyrus has been now relegated. So now listen, Sal, you have the opportunity to make one inarguable swap. On deleting this those bottom two, though. Bottom two are getting deleted. The bottom two are gone, gone but you relegated. have an opportunity to to make one swap of two songs. One swap. I would or, put Who Let the Dogs Out above Mambo number five. Wow. Okay. He's really focused on the six and seven range, <laughs> yeah. not the number one range. I think Scatman <laughs> is one of my proudest goofs. I think I'm with you on that. I I actually I'm okay with that. I think you know what I think you're actually right because I think Mambo number five is more listenable than than Who Let the Dogs Out or it's not, the other way around. Yeah, <laughs> I'm um, with you. Well, my I'm sorry for this, but buddy, if I was gonna top three, if I was gonna top three, it would be Macarena one, Cotton Eye Joe two. And then it's probably Scatman 3. I just cannot understand how Scatman can be anywhere other than the top. (laughs) You've listened to the song, buddy. (sighs) To be fair, the rap part isn't as much of a goof. Okay. Yeah, there's a good message in it. Meanwhile, Macarena, knowing about the song, (laughs) that they added a fucking three-way to these nice old men's song. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's wild. Scatman has a message. He's a jazz artist. (laughs) (laughs) So what would your proposal for the top four be then? Macarena. Cotton Eye Joe, which is fucking... I mean, Jesus, that song. I'm for moving Cotton Eye Joe up. That was one of the goofiest atmospheres. (laughs) (laughs) And it's from a band called Rednecks, which I wish I could take credit for, but they came in already a little goofed. (laughs) I am Macarena because of the added three-way element. 
You the think fact that it was a dance? Sorry. Macarena, Cotton Eye Joe, then Scatman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mine. <sighs> and Blue Dabadi gets knocked out a third. I will give you Cotton Eye Joe above above Blue Dabadi. Okay. So now our three is Scatman. It's a Scatman, Macarena, Cotton Eye Joe fight, and I think <laughs> the fight is between Macarena and Scatman. And I think the fact that Scatman has a good message in his song. <laughs> Here's and what the we're going to do. Macarena had an added three way in theirs, tips buddy, the scales. Buddy, I think the only fair thing to do, since the only argument we have left to be made, mm-hmm. is whether Scatman or Macarena is the number one goof song of all time. I think we have to put this to the audience. The top three? I think we have to put decide. this to the audience, folks. I think we will put a poll out on Twitter and on Instagram and on our discord and on our discord. And, and we will ask you all to vote on the final placement of Scatman versus Macarena as the number one song on the goof slappers list. <laughs> it's the only fair way because I refuse to concede that Scatman is not a better song than Macarena. It's not about better. I, it's not that more. I think you just. I think you just shot one. yourself in the foot there. You just said a better song. No, no, no. That immediately puts it down to number three. No, 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 no. I think that's the only. So fair what's your way, order? Folks. What is your order? Let's everybody's top three. Let's say it. My order. I would. I would accept the order as it is currently on the list. Scatman, Macarena, Cotton Eye Joe. Okay, and I am Macarena, Cotton Eye Joe. Scatman drops to three. Wow, you are fucking stupid. You're a clown. <laughs> But you, Sal. <laughs> I would go Scatman, Cotton Eye Joe, Macarena 3. Jesus oh, Christ, wow. three completely three. different <laughs> top threes. And I can't believe you did not use your one veto to influence <laughs> the top three at all. Yeah. Hey, what's a, goofier a real than mid- going after number six, huh? You're not wrong. Real mid-table <laughs> move. Yeah. That's the goofiest way to go, just right, right in the middle. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're putting this. This is a call to action, folks. We have to end this episode. It's an hour and a half long on one topic. <laughs> if anybody made it, topics. if anyone made much. it to this point in the episode, you it, it is your responsibility as our, our as our audience to send us your top three of these three in order, Scatman, Macarena, Cotton Eye Joe. What, how would you rate those three songs in order Tweet at us, DM us on Instagram, tag us, uh, tag us in whatever <sighs> we'll online. Figure it out. Do a TikTok, and in our next episode, we will finally unveil the actual finalized Smash Mouth top ten <laughs> goofastic slappers. slappers. Thank you, thank you. Because that's the only fair way. Because I don't think the three of us are going to be able to come to a consensus here on our top three, and we got to get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've had a band waiting this whole time. Yeah. Hey, I well, mean, Jesus. Sal, you got to go produce man. An- no, another huge sit. hit. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, let yeah, him cook under it. those hot lights. Yeah, yeah, that turned the heat way up. <laughs> well, Sal, I appreciate you being on the show, Sal. Honor. Sorry for honor. holding you for way more time than we ever no, could No, I think it's going to get a good goof. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to get a good goof song out of this. Thank you for having me. Please write us into a song. And folks... Again, tweet at us, let us know. Tweet, Instagram, whatever, TikTok. Let us know how you would rank our current top three songs, Scatman by Scatman John. 
Macarena, <laughs> the Bayside Boys remix by Los Del Rio. Thank you. The Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. We need to figure out that top three in order to finalize this list, list, folks. And we will do that next week on the show with your feedback. So please, please let us know. And we will let you know where we end up next week. And folks, we will be back next week with a more, uh, the, the show you're used to, uh, the more typical run, run of the show. But thank you so much for listening to this uh, episode. We will be here again. Same time, same place, same podcast app next week. And until then, have a good one and stay good. Hey, I like that.